Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we're excited to be here. We Yarr. just, before we hit record, watched the new Super Mario Brothers trailer. And we, I was about to comment, Justin's like, "Do you, should we save this? Should we hit record first? And I was like, you're right. Why waste the content? So, we just watched it. Why Justin, what do you think? <clears throat> um, I don't know what to think, because... I mean, look, it looks, visually, it looks good. Like, I like the animation style. Um, it, it works. Uh, there's a lot of reference references to things that people are like, ooh, Rainbow Road, ooh, this, ooh, the squirrel suit, uh, you know, or fox, whatever the fuck the flying thing was. He's a raccoon. The feather suit. The, the raccoon suit, that's it. The In, feather uh, suit, Jesus Christ, Justin. Three. I'm just saying, you know. I didn't own it, I played it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um I just, uh, I don't know. I'm still back and forth on Pratt being Mario. Like, just when he threw in the, all right, let's a go. I'm like, no, no, you can't just casually in your normal voice say, let's a go. That doesn't be like Arnold Schwarzenegger being like, all right, uh, let's a go. That was a good right. Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know? <laughs> it was perfect, yeah. by the way. Um, uh, I don't know. Let's a go. I'm wondering if it's going to be like, is I'll be curious to see how, how the, the full movie plays. It's hard to tell from a trailer. But I, the I'm animation looks gonna, stunning. Like the absolutely, absolutely stunning. It uh, looks like they've got a good sense of humor about it. Um, I, um, again, I'm not a huge, I grew up playing Super Mario brothers. One, mm-hmm. two, three. I played stuff on the game boy. I didn't get an N64. I didn't get, you know, I missed a lot of those things, so I feel like there's a giant gap in the love of those games where it's kind of faded for me. I'm not gonna look at it and be like, "Oh, cool," but I'm not yeah. a diehard. So I look at it, I'm like, "Oh, it kind of looks like it looks like it's fun." I know a lot of people are up in arms about Pratt doing the voice for it, and I understand it. Um, I get it. I'll be curious to see how it goes. It it made. I think initially it doesn't sound like it fits, so we'll kind of have to see how it goes. Um, I like Charlie Day as Luigi. Oh, he's well, I'm phenomenal. assuming that was yeah. Charlie Day. And then I love Jack Black as Bowser. He's fantastic. That voice sounds on point. I love yeah. that. I, who does Princess Peach? I, you know, I, I, I got to find it out. Uh, yeah, because I, 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 I wanted to place that voice, and I just couldn't. I know. It. I was like hearing it. I'm like, who is this uh, Mario movie? 
Who are you? Peach. You're going to say it. And I'm going to go, ah, oh, goddamn. Anya Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy. I didn't realize oh. Keegan Michael Key was playing Toad. I thought Charlie Day was playing Toad in the initial teaser. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't realize that was Keegan Michael Key. So I my my question I'm wondering if uh it's going to be if they're going to fit all the references into the story or if it's going to feel like they were just trying to ham fist Mario references in like oh look he jumped on the thing and he stayed too long and then it fell and it turned red like I guess that's the other thing I'm like and this will all be explained in the movie we're not mm -hmm. supposed to know from the trailer but I look at that and go how are we just explaining gameplay exists <laughs> like gameplay traps exist in this world i'm I don't guessing know. what that was is it was a reference to the old school mario and they're using it mm -hmm. as an opportunity for mario to train on what to experience oh, in the world maybe. okay so that's sure. why he's like sweet and then peach is like no you idiot like this is you got to be better so it seems like that was like so the training montage train using yeah. some nostalgia to kind of get through that which looked kind of fun do yeah. you know who's playing the voice of donkey kong no, I didn't. He, is it Andy Circus? No, that would be amazing. Right? Like, Hello, princess. <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, wait. Donkey Kong. Who is it? Seth Rogen. It's <laughs> probably why you didn't hear his voice. Yep, that tracks. <laughs> that absolutely tracks. Oh, uh, but they, actually, it's funny because it says Chris Pratt's Mario, but they also have Charles Martinet who is the actual voice of Mario, he's also credited because you did hear a wahoo. I did. You know, and I there. was going to say that wahoo was really on point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, who else is it? Here's the thing. I will. I'm looking forward to I want to be very clear. I'm looking forward to seeing the yeah. movie. I, I, I have high hopes for it. I, I think it's going to be good. I anytime you take a property that's so beloved, you run the risk of, you know, are you going to do oh, it justice yeah. or not? So that's the only trepidation I have is just I'm just hoping they do. I'm just hoping they do it justice, you know, and it there there looks to be some things where you're like, hmm. But all in all, I think the the trailer looks very good. Again, like you said, the artwork, the animation on it yeah. is is I think right where it needs to be. We're not we didn't have another Sonic the Hedgehog situation. Yeah. Where Mario had super long legs. You know, and, yeah. uh, you know, he was ripped or whatever. I don't know. He had, it was an uncanny valley situation with him. I think some people were saying like they, there was a screenshot of Mario and he had like a nice juicy ass in like the game. And they're like, where's his butt in this movie? We like, need, he needs like, a better dumper. It's like, where's the dumper? Um, there was a, <laughs> there was a great, uh, Seth posted a great, uh, um, Sonic meme in our discord which uh, I will actually send over to you so you can have it. Okay. Um, because it was, I, it was, it references the, the original Sonic design. Yeah. So that's why that I was like, nightmare of a design. Yeah. Um, should Absolute be coming over to nightmare of a design. Yeah. Uh, and I will try to share this with the stream as well. Cause this is just to show you what kind of cool stuff you could see. If you join our discord gang, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I could also just log in and see it too. You could, but it's kind of it's not it's kind of hidden. It's been it's, it's been it's, uh, buried. It's been uh, it's oh. been 48 hours, so you know it's too long. Yeah, it's, it's much too, too long, long now. Much too long. All right, this is a long buried. way to get to this joke, but yeah, yeah. sniff, sniff, sniff. 
Oh yeah, I smell some gamer girl feet. Skitters torch your feet on all fours. Milady, please, I've been so good. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. Did you send it to me? I sent it to you via G chat. I'm not seeing it. You're not seeing it. And that's okay. We can move on because no, this we're is not, not moving great on, Justin. Material. No, it's good. It's is important. You need to see this. All right, so I'm going to make it happen. I great. Think, I think I can't wait for it. listeners. Strap there you in. Go. This is going to. This there. is about to be. There it is. There it is. This is yeah. about to be the best five minutes of podcasting you've ever heard. I agree. So, cha cha. I also think that cool. Uh, that was definitely worth it. Told you. Uh, yep. I think uh, wow. considering that the previous Mario, <laughs> previous Mario. <laughs> Is the only thing we have to go off of. Um, <laughs> you know, this is like, a, can, it, can it be worse than John that? Leguizamo, yeah. uh, and, uh, Bob Hopkins, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Bob, we can't Hop, be any worse than Bob that. Bob Hopkins? Hoskins, I think. Yeah, Hoskins. I always yeah. get the name wrong. Yeah. Bob yeah. Hoskins and uh, John Leguizamo. That movie, first and foremost, uh, is a classic and needs to be submitted to the Library of Congress. It's something. Um, it was a movie yeah. that was officially made. That's for sure. Um, God, what a that, film! That needs. That is an American treasure. Is what that is. That's like you know looking back at old you know pre Marvel days superhero movies and you're like Jesus Christ, what were we trying to do here? Like no one could quite put their. It seems like you know, well I mean DC still struggles with it today, but it seems like a no brainer. On how to do these things, and they're like, "No, let's make Spawn," and you know they just completely fuck up that movie. It's like Jesus Christ, guys! Like, I will say this: uh, I have not seen that movie in a long time. We're talking about Mario, Super Mario. Yeah. Um, but it's I don't Mario Brothers, cool. Mario Bros. I don't think, I don't think it was as bad as we all remember it being. I would uh, say, I would say, I need to watch it again and to to render my verdict. I'll say it's probably not as good. As you remember, either. <laughs> what? Um, I remember as a kid enjoying it. Yeah. Um, but also, I think we, in the back of my mind, I also knew that it wasn't good. But I was like, if, it's. A, I was just so excited. There was there's a Mario movie. You know, sure, like to me, absolutely. it was like I never thought I'd ever get to see a Mario movie, and I love this game. And I'm like, look at these horrific references to things. You know that. Uh, <laughs> that we're trying to pull off here it's crazy it was bonkers yoshi yeah. was terrifying a terrifying raptor oh it was amazing yeah it was the goombas oh man it was it it's was weird amazing. it was all about evolution and dinosaurs <laughs> yeah they missed they kind of missed the mark on the theme of the film i would say but yeah. outside of that if we liked it as kids doug there's one thing that we've learned in this life of ours it's that uh the taste of nope let me rephrase that no kids keep going with the kids <laughs> Really curious how that was gonna go, Justin. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not giving. I'm not giving you another freebie for the uh, the old audio drops. That doesn't seem fair. Yeah, I know. That doesn't seem fair. I feel like we were all robbed. The discerning uh, tastes. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to art of the younger generation. <laughs> You sound like a politician who's been asked, like, you know, something <laughs> awful. And they're just Kids, tap dancing their way around it. They're like, <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. My I fellow did not Americans, inhale. I will say this. <laughs> Kids know what's up. All right. Never has a kid been wrong when it comes to what's what's good. So there you go. 
Yeah. What we liked as kids, it that just stands the test of time, Doug. We can thank, I think that's been proven we can thank time, the kids and time again. For Jake and Logan Paul. Thank you, kids. Not, yep. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot how much those names make me angry. <laughs> I believe, oh. if I'm not mistaken, there was one episode where every time he was brought up, it was a fart noise. So there was one episode, I'm pretty sure, that every time yeah. that Logan Paul got brought up. Yeah. I think we had a guest yeah. on, too. And yep. we're just like, here we go. Yep. You know, just let, let it happen. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them hard. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that movie's coming out, y'all. You can check out. What's the release date on that? Uh, April seventh, twenty twenty-three. So okay, in a few months, it'll be here. And is so, that one you're going to go to the theater to see, or will you wait for it to come on streaming? I I showed that trailer, the teaser to Jill when the teaser came out, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah I don't." And she grew up in Mario. She's like, "I don't need to go to the theater to see that." And I'm like, "Will you rent it at home when it comes out on Apple, or probably will not? You wait, I'll wait for it to hit streaming somewhere. I'll I'll, I'll get it on streaming." Because yeah. that's not one where I think Natalie probably would think it's cool, but I'm also like, we don't need to go to the theater to see that yeah. one. Like that's Has she a... played any Mario? She's seen us play. She played a little bit on the Switch a couple of years ago when my brother came to visit. She used to call, okay. my brother called the Goombas Carls. He's like, yeah, stomp that Carl. <gasps> so that's what she remembers them being his Carls. All right. I so, like it. Uh, she's like, remember that game we played where we were trying to fight the Carls? I'm like, oh yeah, see Mario Brothers. <laughs> ah, that's amazing. Yeah. That is forever what she will call them it's yeah. gonna be you know she's gonna be i was today years old when i learned that i've been calling these things the wrong name mm-hmm. my entire life thanks uncle dave did you ever grow up calling something the wrong word or anything like that or oh, was, was such a great um because i got one that really yeah, irritated the hell of my dad um, maybe it'll hit. Maybe it'll for whatever reason, something. my brother and I used to call used to call soda TT, and <laughs> my my dad had a soda machine right outside his office. He has diabetes, by the way, um, and we <laughs> so would always. Why laughed at that. It's it's true. He's got diabetes, and by the way, he calls it the diabetes. So oh, he does. He, he puts does. The, uh, yeah. That's yeah. precious. He calls Missouri Missouri. Like yeah, he's got it. Thankfully, he doesn't call it washing your clothes. But, you know, anyway, um, we used to, when we'd go to his office at, at the school, um, he, he was a track coach at a, at a, at a college. Uh, we would always be like, Dad, Dad, can we please have someone to get some TT? <laughs> did, do you remember where it came from? No idea. No idea why we called it TT. But I distinctly remember the day that I stopped calling it was my dad was like, I will give you this only if you stop calling it TT. What what age do you remember? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I was you're like you were like 16, and you're like, you yeah. have Daddy, to can I have stop. some TT? He's like, Jesus stop. Christ, you have your license. You're all right? embarrassing me right now. You can now. get drafted in two years. You cannot be calling this TT. All right, Charlie um, will kill you. I was just like, I don't know, man. I, I that still to this day makes me laugh. Um, as, I, as I just remember, we used to call uh, my dad's dad. We used to call him Popo, mm-hmm. P-O-P-O. And at one point, he just he asked my dad to tell us to stop calling him Popo. <laughs> He's like, Grandpa's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Oh, that's, that's funny. Hey, here comes Popo. <laughs> whoop, whoop. You know? <laughs> While that's that the is sound funny, of the police. <laughs> I strongly doubt that's the connection he made. <laughs> what, did he, what connection did he make? 
You just didn't like I just it? don't think he liked being called Popo. <laughs> Better than Poo Poo. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, look, we're not Norwegian. <laughs> Popo. Uh, hey, Popo. And we're Swedish, but I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, not Norwegian. No Jesus way. Jesus Christ. Fucking, as long as you're not Dutch, you know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dutch. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember if there's any other one. I'm sure there was something that uh, that drove my parents dead. I, no, nothing that's coming to mind except yeah. used to call my grandfather until he said, enough of this. I remember watching an Animaniacs episode. I don't know if you remember that show, that cartoon. Oh, absolutely. And there was a part I heard where they were bringing it back. Probably where those three characters uh, were, they saw death and they were driving death crazy. And yes. they're like, can we call you Dadu? And they're like, Dadu. And they were giving him hugs and he was like, why are you doing this? And I started calling my dad Dadu. And I don't think he liked it. <laughs> I gave him a hug. I was like, I'm going to call you Dadu. And he's like, okay, I have diabetes. You you're know? gonna you're gonna start watching World War II documentaries. He's just kind of like, shit. I, I think he he laughed because it was so random. Yeah. Like, but then after that, he's like, "All right, I'm done with this. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to do this anymore. I'm over this. <laughs> call me John Guy Cochran. Thank you. Right. <laughs> call me. You can either call name. me Mr. Cochran or John. Yes. <laughs> John G. John G. <laughs> okay, Dadu. Dadu. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Does Natalie have any uh, any nicknames for you guys? Um, no, we've got it's a couple for her. Dad. We call her Nat Nat. I call her Nat Nat the Nantucket Cat. Um, for whatever reason, Jill's oldest sister calls her Nate Nate. So I'm like, why right. do you call her that? And there was just a weird explanation for it. I didn't get. I'm like, okay, I guess. Right. Um, I call. Uh, do I call her anything else? Natty. Um. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, I don't think she has anything for us. Nothing that's ever stuck. Like, we've joked yeah. around and, you know, call each other something silly, but it's never anything that's stuck. Anything yeah. Like that. I call Jill Bean a lot of yes, times. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Beanster. Uh, Big Jilly style. Um, you know, the classics, you know. You know, all the good ones. All the good ones. The yeah. classic stuff like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Hey, gang. Real quick, in case you didn't know, follow us on all social medias at Mind Gap Podcast. Uh, check out our streams, uh, youtube.com slash Mind Gap Podcast. Uh, you can follow... Yeah, you check out our Discord. Link is in the description below. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Mind Gap Podcast. And check out our merch at redbubble.com. That has been housekeeping. I was, I was tidy. Bam. You all don't need was, to hear me drone on about this tight. every week. Bam, bam, bam. We got shit to talk about. Right. There's links everywhere. Go find what you're looking There's for. Links. Go find it. It's down there. Links support everywhere. us because we support you. Yeah. You don't know it, but we do. We're there. We do. We mm -hmm. come out. We come out every week. We play hard. We play the game for you. We do. This is what we play for. Kind <laughs> <laughs> hurt. Um... All right, let's get to our first thing. Uh, a woman is suing Kraft Heinz for $5 million, saying that mac and cheese preparation isn't as advertised. Um, you know, I was worried that I wasn't going to have anything to be frustrated with um, as far as being American goes this week. And so I'm glad that you brought this to my attention, Doug. Yeah, well, I, I aim to please. Yeah. Um, uh, this first sentence of this article from KTLA, um, 
is a Florida woman is suing the Kraft Heinz company for $5 million, claiming they misled the public about the time it takes to prepare its Velveeta microwavable mac and cheese cups. If that isn't the world's most American uh, sentence, I don't know what it is. Just now, Doug, what was the advertised time to make this? Okay, so first of all, I didn't realize that Kraft owns the Velveeta. I guess it kind of makes sense, but then also I thought Velveeta was its own thing, but I guess it also makes sense it would fall under the the Kraft brand. But hey, it's all good. Maybe Jill it asked was its what, own thing. Jill asked us, yeah, right, and they probably just bought it up. Jill asked yeah. us what we were talking about. I was like, you know, I mentioned Kraft and Velveeta. She's like, wait, what? And she th- sowed doubt into what I thought I read, which was true, is that it is the Velveeta cup. She's like, wait, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, well, I got to just look look up Velveeta while you're talking here. And just yeah, see. right. That used to be the shit, man. I used to love Velveeta. And I also realized how how kind it is to call it average. It is not <laughs> is not good. I mean, it is it is barely cheese. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a good melting cheese. Um, it's a great melting cheese, and that's yeah. it. So it was owned by the Velveeta Cheese Company. So Tom uh, Velveeta eventually gave it up. Well, it's from nineteen eighteen to nineteen twenty seven. From 1927 to 2012, it was owned by Kraft Foods, and now it's Kraft Heinz. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So there you go. So really, in the time that we've known it, it has been... Always been, basically, under Kraft's control. Right. Um, So this is is the stipulation with it, which, by the way, I want to go back real quick. Velveeta, you you eat it much? You have it much? Do you do much for mac and cheese? I I uh, I have it every Thanksgiving. My stepmom makes it. Uh, she uses it to to make the the mac and cheese that the family goes gaga over, myself included. So I was like, "Do you go gaga for it?" And the answer is, "Oh, yes. absolutely, yes." Okay, that cool. is one of my favorite dishes when we go to the Quad Cities for uh, nice for yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Before we move on, I just want to say there's a section of the Wikipedia article that's titled "Classification as a Cheese Product." It warranted its own section. The FDA in 2002 issued a warning letter to Kraft that Velveeta was being sold with packaging that described it as a pasteurized processed cheese spread. The FDA said, no. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, you need to be a little more clear on what you're selling. Because <laughs> that, that ain't it. <laughs> Velveeta is a block of melting substance. Yes. Moving on. It's like yeah. saying uh, this is a buttered flavored topping. You know, that you get at the movie theaters. It's like, I'm sorry, what? You heard us. Yeah, it's a topping and it kind of tastes oh. like butter. There you go. Right, so it's butter. Legally, we can't We Legally, we that. can't call that, sir. Yeah. Margarine? No, absolutely not. No, I can no, 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 no. confirm nor deny what you're saying, but please move along. But it does taste like it. Put it on there and die. All right. right. Um, <laughs> so the, 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 the issue here yeah. uh, that... Uh, What's, what's her full name? It's uh, Amanda Ramirez uh, is saying is that um, that the the package of a Vel- Velveeta shells and cheese says it takes uh, three and a half minutes to prepare. That is the it's on the box and it's printed on there, uh, which is the amount of time the product takes to cook in a microwave. However, the suit says it takes more time to complete the other required steps. Oh my God, Doug! These steps must be like very laborious and intensive. I mean, like, do you need a cooking degree? It probably these? Chef Mike should weigh in on this. On maybe I mean, what, yeah, is necessary 
for these kinds yeah. of things. But this is how the lawsuit describes the cooking process. So okay, I'm I'm in I'm in for this. this you know, is be so you know, I'll just settle down. And, All right, chill your tits. Here we go. All right. So. First, consumers must remove, sorry, it's remove in all caps, so I felt the need to do, remove lid and cheese sauce pouch. Check. Next, they must add water to fill line in cup. Stir! Third, microwave! Uncovered on high! Three and a half minutes. Do not drain! Finally, they should stir in contents of cheese sauce pouch. The defendant then notes, Cheese sauce will thicken upon standing! All those words were in caps. Um, I heard them in caps, which yeah. is wonderful, yeah. So, um, they wow, say it that... it sounds super complicated. It says, Consumers seeing ready in three and a half minutes will believe it represents the total amount of time it takes to prepare the product. Meaning from the moment it is unopened <sighs> to the moment it is ready for consumption. The lawsuit also claims that Ramirez bought the product for a premium price, in quotes, of $10.99 between October and November 2022, among other times. I love the among other times. It's just like specifically this team, but let's face it. Ramirez, uh, she's been buying Velveeta for a while. Um, It also did not say how long it actually took Ramirez to prepare the mac and cheese. I think that's a crucial detail um, that they just happened, happened to leave out. Um, the suit described Ramirez as someone who looks to bold statements of value when quickly selecting groceries and is like many consumers who seek to stretch their money as far as possible when buying groceries. I feel like those two things are not linked. I think to say I'm looking for a value and I'm trying to stretch my money as far as possible. What does that have to do with mac and cheese? Like, I'm sorry. I, I, is there is there a competitor out there that's like we can do it in three minutes and that's from this that includes opening up stirring it and microwaving it right I, I just I don't I fail to see it's like it's like this the game show name that tune I can yeah. do that in one note exactly yeah, yeah I we can make that in three minutes fuck your three and a half yeah um I for the record they're seeking at least five million dollars in damages including statutory yeah, and punitive exclusive of interest and costs. Um, so I just, I, I, I hate this so much yeah. because just like we talked about before, there was something else recently where we were like, I wish I had this much time on my hands. Right. I wish this is what I had to worry about. Let's, let's play it from the other side though, Doug. Like, let's try for just a second to put ourselves in Ms. Ramirez's, uh, shoes and, Do you, is there any world in which a sane person could feel wronged on this? Practical Doug. Yeah. Let me hear what your thoughts are, Practical Doug. Practical Doug does say, technically, there is some validity to this claim. Because if you're saying ready in three and a half minutes, but you're not specifically saying microwaves in three and a half minutes, it's actually an indeterminate amount of time. There is technically something there. Now, it's negligible. You know what I mean? Like, I I think if you've ever heated up macaroni and cheese before, you've made anything that is of this quality. I'm shocked. I think the biggest thing is that I'm shocked that it was 1099. I'm like, how many cups are you getting? Like, well, that's, I was just looking it up and I couldn't find anything over like four or five bucks on when I just Googled it. Like, I don't know how much, what, what, 
maybe she was buying like, you know, a 20 pack of this or I don't know. Well, because that's the thing is the premium price that's listed in this article is in quotes, which makes me also think that she got a bad deal. Like, right. <laughs> Did she got I feel like she should be bringing the store that sold the store into the lawsuit. Yeah, I, I want to see if I can find something with this because I, but I mean, as you're looking that up, like, is she because <clears throat> does she take the time? Does she account for the time that it takes her to pull it out of the cabinet and walk over to the micro? Like at this point, I'm like, how how frivolous can we can we make this? Do you know what I mean? Like it takes. Yeah. Are you accounting for the time that it takes you to actually get the fork out of the or the spoon out of the the drawer and then insert it into the cup and then bring it to your mouth? Like where where does this? I don't know. Where does this end? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like. There's, there's a reason why a lawyer is actually going ahead with this is because technically speaking, yes, like this is possible. Like this right. is something that does technically have a legal avenue, but this is what we're spending our time on. And really, you're going to sue for five million dollars. Right. That's well, that really what you're going to do. That where that comes from. Where where do you get that figure from? Well, I think uh, part of it, I think, is they're probably trying to cover, um, you know, whatever statutory charges go with false advertising, but then they're adding on punitive damages to try and deter anyone else from trying to pull this sort of bullshit ever again, you know? Yeah. Etoy, what's up, pal? Look, they had three and a half minutes. That was it. They were misled. Lied to! Um, You're not wrong, Etoy. You're not wrong. Ike, this listen. Is, this is a person who is is hard up for some cash, and I don't know. I, gosh, I just I want to know what drives a person to take it to this level. Because there's look, there have been times where I've I have had that thought of like, man, like I could you know if I if I wanted to if I wanted to take this to an extreme, you know, like I could really use five million dollars, and I'm sure there are things that have happened where I oh man, I could I could take a lawsuit out on the but it's just not worth the time. And also the press that you get with it, like this is an absurd lawsuit and the press that this lady is bringing on herself, man, is this what you want to be known for? Because the internet's forever. Like, not that. You're going to be the this, craft lady. This takes time. Like this takes yeah. a lot of time and a lot of effort. It's going to come with fees. Yeah. Like it's to be like, this is that, this is my calling. This is <clears throat> the hill that I will die on. Yeah, man. Get ready, Kraft! I'm coming for you! Um, for the record, yeah. I can find a uh, a 12 pack from Sam's Club for 10.48, or I can find an eight pack for roughly anywhere between 7.50 and 8.50. Did you see the one on Walmart that was selling for 215 dollars? That's is that like a Black Friday deal or something? Like <clears throat> I don't know. I just saw it and I didn't click on it because it looks ridiculous. But yeah, and I, a standard four pack is like yeah. five bucks. So right. if so, if she actually spent ten ninety nine, then she probably got a twelve pack. Is what I'm yeah. assuming. So um, I just so to I, multiply all that time together. I mean, that's that's a lunch break lost right I there. Just, I just twelve. We're doing this over Velveeta shells and cheese. That's Velveeta shells and cheese, right? Come on, like I I look at this as this is someone looking for a payday. Oh, I had a hundred percent is. I had a friend in college who bought <clears throat> a paper towel pack of Bounty, and he uh had got one that had a a rat wrapped up in it, and he sent me a picture of it, and he goes, 
I'm getting paid. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm going to town on these buttholes at Bounty. <laughs> because how they, and they basically were like, we're really sorry this happened. Here are some coupons for Bounty. <laughs> oh, gee. Are you serious? And he was like, that's not good enough. And I was like, have fun with that. Like, good luck. Yeah. Just, Did he ever pursue it? He never, he got, he got his coupons, but he <clears throat> didn't do much else. Like. I would say that is a better like yes. if this lady opened up the Velveeta and there were it was full of cockroaches or instead something, of like actual ants. pasta shells it was just yes. like human fingernails you know yeah, like, yeah. now we're talking like that's that's a big old fuck up and that's, that's some cartel shit right there you know I'm saying yeah yeah so like I I get that but if you're just if you're quarreling over it take it actually takes five minutes and not three and a half oh come on I come on. I, I just. It's such a dumb thing. And, and is, this your day is, that, is your day that precious that you can't waste two more or a minute and a half more? I was like, yeah, keep fighting the good fight. You're a model American. It's like, I'm going to make sure that this this is what you're going to hold corporations accountable for. This yeah. right here. Right. This how is about, the fight. Yeah. I don't know. How about environmental impact? How about not paying taxes? How about uh, not paying health care for people that right. want to do birth control? unfair treatment to their worker exactly there's i mean let's go down corporate the taxation list. no <laughs> they said this takes three and a half minutes to cook <laughs> in the microwave oh, yeah. bah, 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 bah. go fuck yourself but i'm hungry now mr mirrors mr mirrors mr mirrors make something better make a better health choice all right don't let craft mac and cheese consume someone else's life i don't know you but i know you're better than this. I don't say that dismissively. I'm just saying there are better options out there. There are better mac and cheese options out there. Yes. And you know what? They may not be as fast, but they're better. And you know what? You can make your own mac and cheese. You know? for, for Using for, fine products like Velveeta. Right. And you can make it pretty quickly, <laughs> I might add. Pretty quickly, and it tastes infinitely better. And right. arguably a little bit healthier. Just because it doesn't have preservatives, it's not made of nuclear powder or whatever, you know, sure. if you're using like just regular craft stuff. So, to, and if you're that pressed for time, make yourself a fucking sandwich. All right. Like just don't, don't do this. And, and, yeah. and corporate American can eat all the balls in the world, but this is just what a waste of time for everybody. Right. What a waste right. of everyone's time. And that's all I got to say about that. And that's, that's the weighing in on that topic. That is that. <laughs> Next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly won't be the last frivolous lawsuit we probably oh, no. cover on this show. No, I saw that. I was at the gym working out, and I saw that pop up as a headline. I'm like, I instantly was like Googling it on my phone. I'm like, I'm going to save this one for the podcast because I yep. was like, I just saw Woman Sue's craft. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what over mac and cheese. I'm like, I wonder what this is about. And I'm like, it's just as good as I thought it would it, be. It, it paid off. Yep. It's just as dumb as I thought it would be. Um. So, Justin, you're a man yes, of sports. Oh. You're a man of balls. You like to have your balls kicked in, you know? Yep. I like my balls in my bag. Be on me, Daddy. You are all about all the stuff. Um, the World Cup is going on right now. Soccer, football, um, yes, ball kick. Very well aware of this. Whatever you want to call it. favorite sports to watch. Yes. Soccer. Soccer. Um, I was at uh, the in-laws for Thanksgiving over the weekend, and... Um, uh, Jill's nephew is super into soccer, and he plays it and he watches it pretty much religiously. So this Just is like this is like Super Bowl time for him. And I was down there while they were watching Argentina 
versus uh, who gives a fuck because they beat him. Um, but basically, he's a huge Messi fan, and he got to watch Messi score two goals. And while they were this was going on, like you know, they were prominently showing you know stuff about Qatar because that's where this is you know being held. And uh, I just turned to my brother-in-law and I was like, "So let me ask you a question. Does it bother you that even though you like soccer, does it bother you that Qatar and FIFA are corrupt as hell, and you're watching this?" sport taking place in a in a in a in a country where migrant workers thousands of migrant workers died to build these stadiums for people to play this game in like how does that make you feel he goes yeah dude fifa's corrupt as fuck and then they immediately started kept watching the game like <laughs> isn't it amazing how yeah. uh how people will just make forgivenesses for something that is important to them look i've done it we've all done it you know it, yeah. mine hasn't been in regards to sports but maybe in regards to either comedians or musicians or mm -hmm. something of that regard but yeah and for the yeah. record i'm not judging my brother-in-law uh, no absolutely sort of not I'm, yeah. I'm not judging the fans of soccer who this is like one of the most sacred occasions for them you know right this is their olympics this is you know this is this is a profound moment for them to get excited about and 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 to share in and, and they love it it's just unfortunate because um, I've I've listened to the, it's the um, Jesus why is this failing me now uh, World Corrupt is what it's called it's a podcast okay. on the Crooked Media Network um, and they did a six part series breaking down the World Cup oh, why it's cool. why it's corrupt and the idea of sports washing which essentially is when a country or organization will buy a sports team. And then essentially use this as an opportunity to sort of like wash over the fact that they're dirty, gross, corrupt, or <clears throat> anything else. And Qatar is absolutely one of those countries who uh, had no business being able to host this event. They don't. They didn't have the facilities. Didn't exist. Right. Um, they live in the. They reside in a desert uh, with insane weather. That is not conducive to the sport they had to shift the league schedule to november because it's cooler than as opposed to having it in the summer so they had to change all the shit around just so they could host it right and it is absolutely and that's just not to mention a horrible human's right human rights record just deplorable they have a shitload of money from oil natural gas and uh, they bribed essentially their way into winning this and uh, Justin, you sent me that amazing uh, last week tonight episode from John sure. Oliver and his team who broke this down. And what I found very interesting about that in particular was how FIFA's analysis of Qatar was like, yeah, this can't happen here. It, it, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, it's a non-starter. It absolutely cannot. And what I loved about this was John Oliver's joke about this would be like if you were going to award best in show to a tortoise. He's like... Sure. There's nothing. I mean, the Taurus isn't bad, but it has no business being at this competition whatsoever. Like, there's yeah. just no way it shouldn't be here. Right. Um, and they, Qatar is also known for they only have like 10 percent of their populations only, are, are are the only citizens. The rest yeah. are all migrant workers, and the workers they bring over from other places are essentially base. It's basically slavery. It is, yeah. Like to you put said, it nicely, uh, is indentured it's servitude. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
And it, it just, these, these guys work in horrible conditions in 120 degree heat to build these stadiums. Um, and they, yeah, they go into massive debt to get there. So they're, they are, they are tethered to their employers. They can be traded like trading cards between different, different construction companies, different contracting companies. They have very little means to actually get out of this. And they're the conditions of living and working are both just horrendous. Like the, the, um, the, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, the, the, the camps that they set them up at. There's hundreds of people to a, a, a four stall bathroom or 60 something people in, you know, have to share a kitchen. They're just, they're piled together on cots. There's no air conditioning. It's, it is, it's horrible, absolutely disgusting conditions that they put these people in, they have to cook in the, in the, uh, in the bathrooms, in the showers, mm-hmm. you know, cook or, or, or go to the bathroom. It's, it's just disgusting. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. horrible conditions. And they turn the blind eye to it. The, the leadership, well, the quote unquote leadership over there turns, yeah. the, turns the blind eye. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention well, on top that of that, like, you know, women have huge, you know, uh, laws against them, you know, gay trans, the LGBTQ community is absolutely <clears throat> just, you know, stifled. Right. And unable to, to do a lot of things. And they also made a good point is they built a city in 10 years right. like for that didn't exist previously. They built this city and John Oliver had a great bit where he's like, if you saw a sign that said a TGI Fridays is coming up, you're like, that's cool. But if you came by that same place the next day and it was already up, you'd probably have some questions as to how that got built so fast. <laughs> Because that was one of the things they were telling you, like, can you believe this city didn't exist 10 years ago? Or like, that seems like it's a problem. Like, that yeah. probably shouldn't exist. Because also, who's living in the city? Mm-hmm. Like, that just isn't something, that, in my mind, I'm not an engineer, I'm not a city planner, but cities kind of seem to grow and establish themselves organically. To be like, uh-huh. we're building this city here! And that's probably why it looks so fucking empty all the time. Yeah. It's because... <coughs> Or like it may this, be full for this event, and then after that, it's going to be a ghost town. You know? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just going to be this is going to be something in a hundred years where they like and let's look at the lost city of the World Cup 2022. Right, this exists. Yeah. It's like it, it's like a lot of those other Olympics, uh, you know, countries who have built yeah. all these facilities and then they just sit there and rot because they yeah. don't actually have a use for it. You know, exactly. Yeah, if your um, population is just the workers who are building this, and you're building an entire new city for this mm-hmm. once this goes out the wind once this is done and those people f- flood out of your city out of your cut co- yeah what are you gonna do with it you're just you gotta you gotta yeah. abandon city in the desert also qatar uh is a terrible soccer like they have a terrible team they already got eliminated like they oh, got they? yeah they, they got annihilated because that's the only way they were ever going to be in the world cup yeah it was basically bribing their way into it and they got Hosting their shit it, handed yeah. to them because they're not very good they didn't earn their way in there. So right. anyway, the whole point of this is yeah. I, I'm not a soccer fan, uh, although I have to I have to say watching it, I kind of enjoyed it um, yeah. because while I definitely nothing soccer, um, what I did enjoy about this and it, it took my brother in law to kind of break this down. He goes, what's great about soccer is it's literally just two hours. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's no commercial breaks because it's a running clock. He's yeah. like, you watch for the first half, there's a little bit of a break, and then you watch the second half, he goes, and it's done. There's nothing, it's not like football where you're trying to ice the kicker and or basketball, yeah. God, God forbid, basketball, where it's like foul 
free throws, foul, free throws, yeah. foul, timeout. Yeah. He, he's like, no, you just play. You play the game, and then it's done. And I was like, all right, cool. And I, I was also you're watching some of you know the intensity around it was pretty cool. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I definitely enjoyed it way more than I, I have in the past. So kudos to that. And I know for some people, like I said, this is their holiday. Like, yeah. Well, as jam. much as we get into to sports here, it wasn't until I watched that that um, FX series, Welcome to Wrexham, with uh, Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds about the the AFC Wrexham team that they purchased. It wasn't until I watched that that I that I actually realized how like integrated the team is or the club is to the city that they represent. Like it is. It really is like the success of the city is is very tied in, in a lot of cities. I won't say all, obviously, but from what I understand, the success of the city is very tied to how that club's doing. Like there, it 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 holds a lot of value in tourism and town pride and shops that are there and like all sorts of things. It's such a driver, and not only that, but generationally, people when you lock into a club that you're that's the family's club you know what i mean and that just yeah. that goes down the down the lines and i mean we have something like that in yeah. the in the states you got cubs you know, fans like my, you got bears fans you yeah, know yeah i was just saying my grandfather's a cubs fan my dad's a cubs fan if put if put into a corner i will root for the cubs but you know like but it's nothing nothing like the soccer fans or the football fans so I totally respect it from that standpoint the sport in general fifa whole different story yeah no yeah i don't uh it it's it's like also one of those things where it's just so blatant that what they're doing is bullshit mm-hmm. you know for not the hiding it anymore the head of uh, fifa is like doing his opening you know announcement he's like today i feel you know like uh i feel as i celebrate because i am black i am uh, gay. I am. He's basically saying like this is what FIFA and the World Cup is. It's like, uh, no, those things it's don't you, fly. You bring all those things together. It's like, no, 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 you, not not in Qatar. You don't. Yeah. Um, you know, Budweiser had a big advertising deal with them up until two days before, and then they basically were like, hide all the hide all the all the all the beer, all the booze. We don't need it here anymore. I was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. You know. And also, if you look at the crowd, not a single woman in the crowd. Right. Uh, because I think most of those games at night, I don't know if ladies are allowed at, out at night or whatever, or what the rules are. And essentially, you know, the idea of like, well, what if you're gay? It's like, well, don't be gay while you're there. You know, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like, okay, right. that's insane. And, yeah. to, and to put them on a stage like that, where they can sort of celebrate quote unquote accomplishments, I think is absurd. And yeah. what I find most compelling about this is because we've talked about this before is can you separate art from the artist, right? We've talked about this before with actors, with musicians, yeah. um, where you've, you've watched them, you know, in something or perform or do their thing, knowing also that they're kind of shitty people and they've done mm-hmm. shitty things. You're like, can you still enjoy their stuff? You know, right. like uh, most recent one I would say is, you know, JK Rowling, like, a lot of yeah. people are like, yeah, I don't really like Harry Potter anymore. You know, people yeah. are kind of seeing through a different lens what they're saying, and they've, they've sort of lost the magic, so to speak, of that franchise, and they don't support it anymore. Whereas some people are like, hey, Michael Jackson, ride or die, man. He's my guy. 
I don't care what those allegations were. Like Michael Jackson, he's he's, he's the goat. He's and still I'll a always, musical genius. Yeah. And I'll always listen to him. You know, I don't believe it or whatever. You know, so it's it's kind of, I kind of applying the same thing to this is like people because you can also apply to American football as well, right? Like the the terrible job that they do disciplining players who do really insane, awful shit, or the fact that they're not really protecting the players that well mm-hmm. with the CTE protocols and things like that. They treat them basically like disposable commodities where it's yeah. like, well, you got to get out there and play because people are, want you to be here. You know, we need to win these games at even at the cost of your health. And they've become, they've come under fire for all that sort of stuff too is, you know, again, I'm not a huge sports person, so this doesn't have as big of an effect. I was, I felt kind of gross watching the World Cup, uh, especially for whatever sort of promo vids they were doing for Qatar and things like that. I was like, yeah, fuck you. Like, this is right. all a bunch of this bullshit. Is all, this is all, it's all, uh, you know, uh, mirrors and, and gas. Gas. I, I don't gas know why I blanked out what I was saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Gas it's and all, reflective services. It's all fake. It's yeah. all it's all uh, it's it's all a ruse to just to sell it. Yeah, it's like come visit us. I'm like, no, I don't think I will. I think I'll pass. I don't need to see you guys touting whatever kind of you know shit you're trying to sell here because I'm not buying it. You know, right? Fuck off, fuck all the way off. But I, you know, I pose a question out there to anyone who's listening who is a huge sports fan, in particular World Cup soccer fan. How do you reconcile with this? And and that's also to say that. I'm in no way saying you can't or shouldn't watch the World Cup. Like, you, you, you can't. You, you, it can be both. You can watch this, enjoy the sport, and still be disgusted by what's going on. But how do you personally reconcile with that? Like, right. what is your mechanism to be like, you know, once that ball hits the, you know, hits the pitch and starts going and the, and the emotions are riding, how do you reconcile with that? You know, how does that work? Because I still struggle with that stuff, you know, from like a movie standpoint. I just watched a movie recently with Kevin Spacey. I'm like, fuck, he's good in this movie. But I'm also like, right. fuck, that's kind of a creepy dude, you know? Right. You forget. Yeah, it's exactly it. You forget. You're just like, God damn, this guy is a really, really fucking good actor. But yeah. God damn, he also really, really gross at the same time and kind yeah. of went off the rails. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's I, tough. I, I totally see how people, I mean, it, it's, this is, this is a very meaningful sport to a lot of people it's a very meaningful event to a lot of people and it is something that doesn't come around that often so like you said it's it's like their olympics you know it it it's something that they look forward to and then to have have a corrupt organization put it in a corrupt location it's just that's it's not only do you have to deal with fifa every time this comes around you also now you have to deal with the location to put in so it's just like a double whammy well it's funny because there's this article uh, from the Guardian, it was an uh, an op-ed from Mihir Bose who talked about. Uh, There's a line in here that I loved. Um, here we go. Nobody works at preserving that myth better than FIFA. Basically, meaning that the the myth of that you know, the myth of the beautiful game, the yeah. world body that controls the game. If proof were needed, it was provided on Tuesday as the England team flew into Qatar in a jet that advertised its support for LGBTQ rights. Gianni Infantino, the president of FIFA, was in Bali lecturing world leaders at the G20 summit that the World Cup could be used to stop the Russian devastation of Ukraine. Right. I mean, first and foremost, now I don't, I'm not obviously super well versed in the, the politics of, I know how loved football is. 
but I, I don't know the depth at which it can sway uh, politically whole countries. I would be very surprised if Vladimir Putin was just like, oh, you won't have anything to do with us anymore if we don't stop. Okay, we'll stop. We're sorry. I'd be very surprised. I feel like that's the the president of FIFA flying a little too high on his own, you know, stink. I it's 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 tough for me because again, I don't value this the same as a diehard fans do. Agreed. But you know, yeah. This article also notes that um uh David Cameron, when he became the uh prime minister. Um, one of the first things, this is a quote from him. He said, one of the first things I did when I became prime minister was to call you, meaning, uh, bladder, who was the FIFA, 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 the FIFA, uh, head at the time was to call you to reconfirm the new government's full support for England 2018 and adding, Mr. President, you have done a huge amount for football during your whole life. The decisions you have made have been instrumental in taking the game to new heights. So... He basically, a guy who just became prime minister of right. England, calls the president of FIFA to be like, I want you to know, I can really use your support because you. yeah. we want to host, you know, for yeah. 2018 in, in, in the UK. I mean, that's insane. That, that's one of your first calls, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I mean, again, like I, well, I say that I can't see how uh, an entire country could be politically swayed, but I mean, look right there, you know? However, I don't think Vladimir Putin plays the same game other world no. leaders play. So I can't necessarily say that, uh, you know, Vlad's going to be uh, taking the same approach as the prime minister of the UK. Yeah. Well, I love it, too, because, like, again, the, the current FIFA president is basically is like telling World Cup teams just say, stick, just stick to football. Don't worry about all this other shit going on. It's like you can't host no. this game in a country where human rights are stifled at an alarming rate and be like, hey, just fucking play the game. It's like, that's not how this works, man. That's like right. uh, when LeBron was told to just shut up and dribble. It's like, no, no. Right. <laughs> a person of that magnitude and that much influence, they can use their platform any way they see fit. And, <laughs> you know, for better or worse, I mean, look at what Kanye's doing. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it is what yeah. it is. Um, you should, I noticed no one's telling him just to shut up and rap, you know, but, uh, right. you know, whatever. Um, well, I think those who are telling him to shut up and rap, uh, are quickly being ignored by Kanye. Yeah. That's another, that's another one. Can you still enjoy Kanye's music these days? I don't enjoy Kanye's music these days. I enjoy early Kanye music, but I, per, this is, again, this is just my personal opinion. I think the first few albums were fantastic. And I think as they went on, to me, they got less great. Uh, so for that's actually something that I wanted to bring up at a later. Well, maybe we bring it up now. Can a lot of people? Um, you don't mind pivoting, Doug, right? Not at all. This is mind gap. Let's pivot. A lot of people say, you know, that Kanye is a genius. And my argument would be Kanye. I think Kanye was a genius. And this, when I said that to someone recently, I stopped myself and I'm like, Can you, if you're deemed a genius? Can you fall out of being a genius or absolutely. are you forever a genius? I think you can absolutely fall out from being a genius. One can make it's, that it's argument. It's not a lifetime appointment. One can make that argument with Elon Musk. You okay. know, because I think you can be a genius at certain things. Okay. But when you, and again, this is just off the top of the dome, you know, yep. Elon, I think is very, 
impressively minded when it comes to things like engineering because of the thought process that goes behind it. That's sure. something where you can go, you can put out a prototype, you can fail, you can refine it, you can continue to build on something like that and, and make something good versus like, in my opinion, the audacity to purchase a social media platform and then apply the same sort of procedure and logic. Like you're not producing a machine. You are creating a supposedly free speech town square. You're trying to, you're basically, as someone put it on a podcast I I recently listened to, you are, you're in the customer service business now, which is drastically different from the automotive world. Like, right. And whatever he's, whatever bullshit he's trying to pull on there, I don't agree with, which I pretty much just all, I've stopped using Twitter at this point. But the point being that you could argue that he had some pretty genius ideas to push things forward in the automotive world. I mean, SpaceX, I think, is pretty impressive. He's also had some real duds. You know, the whole tunnel system under LA. Yeah, like, whatever. Like, not everything has to be a fucking hit, you know? But... Part part of genius is is iterating and coming right. up with new ideas and does it work? No, moving on. I think it also depends on how you define genius. I hate to be that guy, yep. but I was like, when I think of genius, I think of someone who is whatever they are attached to, whatever they're doing, they far surpass anyone else around them, and they're also inventing, they're creating, they're sure. doing things people have never thought of, they've never heard of. That could right. be a fucking musician. Right, someone who plays something in a way that you've never heard of, you've never thought of the combination of stuff, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And this person has created this; they are a genius. You, obviously, like a math genius, right? Someone who can look and see the math and understand it in ways that you and I never could, which sure. isn't saying much. They find we don't different understand much applications, of it. yeah, right for it, yeah. They create a new idea, a new theory, a new something to apply what they've seen. They just, you know, to quote Goodwill Hunting, they can look at it and they can just play. Like they yep. just understand it. It's in tune with their being and they can just go with it. They roll with it. But when it comes down to, I don't know, I, I think I think you can be a genius. And at the same time, this could also tie it to results, I guess, to some degree. Okay. Can you be a genius if you don't do anything with that genius? You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I just literally thought of that question right now. Can you be a genius if you don't do anything with with that ge- with, with, with 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 those with skills? That gift or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. If you don't do anything with it, can, I I would say no because you've got to do something with it to indicate that you are a genius, right? Like I would there assume has to be so, right? There has to be something either produced or some way, definitive way to show that, hey, this is this is a thing that makes me the genius, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I guess like, this is kind yeah. of like if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it, did it, sure. did it fall kind of situation? Because someone could be a genius and they could understand it. They could just, it could just speak to them. But if nobody well, I knows, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know, right? I think maybe I'm I being a little be, too objective deemed- with it. No, I, I see what you're saying. I think to be, I think you can be a quiet genius. I think you can have genius level intellect or be a genius at something. So I think I do. I'll re, re uh, I'll refine my answer then. I think you can be a genius without anyone knowing. Um, but in regards to like Kanye, what we were saying is like, or Elon. I think the first few albums that he put out were genius, but then I, I'm like, I, I just, 
I don't think he had that same spark, that same magic. I, I don't know. It just didn't, for me, it didn't hit the same. Now, objectively, I would say he, I don't find him genius. I don't find his new stuff genius level, but that's, that's, that's an opinion, right? That's objective. So, cause other people might say, oh man, this hits even harder than the first stuff hit. And it, it's, it, it's only getting better. That's, that's art too, you know? So I think people holding on to, yeah, but Kanye's a genius. I don't know. Is he? Well, I, I, because, and then Beth brought up a good thing too. Like, you know, I, cause I said, well, he sold a white t-shirt for what, like $900. And she goes, yeah, but he sold it. And I'm like, ah, fuck, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cause there's a bunch of fucking morons out there too. Well, so. that's the other thing. I'm like, was it just his name? Because I don't know if that's, is that a genius thing or is that just really good marketing and capitalizing on fame? You know, I think, I think that's branding at that point in time, yeah. you know, because I don't who think he, he is. Yeah. I now know. I would say I, he may be able to maintain the, the title of genius because he found a way to push the boundaries of music at one point in his life. So yeah. can he still maintain that title? Maybe, right? Maybe he could be like, he was a genius to put these beats together and do these things and put out these albums and, and say these words and, and put them in a way you could look at that and say, maybe that was a genius project that he put together. Sure. And then maybe this most recent one was not so genius. You know, maybe his, presidential bid not so genius maybe bring a white supremacist neo fascist to dinner to thanksgiving dinner with donald trump maybe not a genius move maybe not asking <laughs> donald trump to be his vice president maybe not a genius move um right. <laughs> you know there's a lot of questions all around that stuff um yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, that's a, that's a, such a great question can you be a genius and can you then lose that title based on what society says? I would argue yeah. society can take just about anything away from you. So, That's true. Court of public opinion weighs strong. Yes. I think yeah. easily someone could be like, well, not anymore. Um, and I think a lot of that stuff is what have you done for me lately um, yeah, in a lot of ways. And, and some of that stuff you kind of have to look back and maybe someone was ahead of their time, so to speak. Yeah. They were a genius and we didn't know it. Because we just weren't ready to accept whatever it was, so it's very we possible. We weren't able to see what they were seeing. Like the movie uh, Last Action Hero, you know? That movie, surprisingly, didn't do very well, but it was an awesome satire on action movies at the time. Sure. It was yeah. so phenomenally well done that people just couldn't get it until well after the fact. They're like, wait a minute. That's actually a really good fucking movie when you look back at it. Smart, yeah. Like that's a really yeah. smart fucking movie. Like it's yeah. really pretty solid. So yeah, I don't know. That's that's I mean, that a was, phenomenal that was question. That it was I was rolling around the other day and I was uh, Beth and I couldn't crack the code on that. We all we each had our opinions, but I do like the maybe yeah what they. It's less about the person being a genius and someone doing doing something that is genius. Maybe maybe that's I think, the way. That I don't know. Part of me also feels like. It's that's not that's a little too constraining. Like after I said that, I was like, ah, I don't know. Does it have to be? I don't know. I kind of feel like I've met some pretty bright and amazing people who were ex extremely skilled who just didn't um, apply their skill set to the craft. Does that does that take away from it? Just because they're like, ah, I just don't want to do this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. Seven says, Last Action Hero slaps. This is not debatable. I agree. I think that's yeah. a great film. 
I think it's phenomenal. And I think yeah. once you take yourself out of the 90s and you go back and you look at it, you're like, this is really... Because at the time, we were in the midst. We were in the apex of action Of flicks. action, right. And I think people looked at this as like, this is a dumb action flick. It's like, actually, no, it's a satire. It's a really great satire on everything that we're immersed in right now. And if you go back and watch it, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, it's actually, yeah. actually pretty uh, pretty clever, you know? I, I will say the same thing in that capacity, then. If you can take yourself out of the 90s and go back and appreciate it, the same exact thing can be said for Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, because we were just drowning in, in awesome superhero movies at the time, right? And, 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 and video game adaptions, adaptions, you know? Are you not hearing that at all? Hearing what? Did you not hear the Practical Doug theme play? Nope. Sure didn't. Okay. You talked right over it. I was like, oh, he's just going. Okay. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you and your theme song. So wait, you heard... You heard... You nope. didn't hear that? Nope. Uh-oh. Don't worry. I got this. That ain't good. I got this. Stand by. Hold on. I'm worried about this now. What's going on here? You can still hear me, right? You got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical. Practical. Practical, Have you heard any of the sounds that I've been playing? I didn't, yeah, I've not. I, you've played no sounds as far as I'm concerned. Really? Yeah. Go back and check that ex- the tape. That explains some, not all. I don't know. <laughs> I'm cons- oh, you know why? I know why. I know why. Hold Surprise, on. Surprise, motherfucker. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. How about this? Hey, yeah. there was hey, a fart. That. Machine. Hey. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. So <laughs> you, I was just totally talking over the intro and you're just like, there was a Jesus, few other things that I, there's a few other things that I did. They're just like, man, nothing, huh? All right, cool. Yeah. No, I'm a tough, tough crowd tonight. I'm a comedic genius. You got to impress me, you know? So if you've never Machines! Been <laughs> you know? <laughs> if you've never been here for Practical Doug before, uh, Practical Doug is a small Doug that lives inside Large Doug. It answers a lot of life's questions for Large Doug, and it can also answer questions for you. You can join us live here on YouTube as we stream on Tuesday nights at 7 Central, and you can ask in the chat there. You can join our Discord there's a Ask Practical Doug channel, and it's lovely. You can hashtag Ask Practical Doug on any social media, and you can ask us. Just uh, at MindGap Podcast and let us know. Um, today's Practical Doug, though, comes from Emilio. Who, and Doug, who posted this in our Discord channel, by the way. So Yes, he did. Uh, so if you want to ask questions like this, join Discord and find us. If it was affordable, Doug, would you replace pieces of your body with cybernetic versions? My follow question to that would be like right now, like today, meaning like in yes. the current time that we're in, probably not because I don't think it's secure enough. Okay. I don't think it's come far enough to where it would be very safe. It would seem very much experimental and okay. incredibly dangerous. Um 15 years from now, 20 years from now, as this stuff becomes to get refined, possibly, depending on what it is, you know, 
we have going on. And because uh, again, if we're talking like cyberpunk level shit, you know, if we're talking right. like Full Metal Alchemist level shit, where you can get metal, you know, like you know, auto mail, and you know, cyber cyberpunk is a world where it's like, oh, do you basically want to have superpowers? <laughs> right. Well, let me ask you this: What would you replace then? So, like, let's say, let's say the the technology caught up and we were at that level right now. Mm-hmm. Would you replace your arms, both one, none? Would you do a leg? Would you do an eye? Um, you know what? It would be interesting. Would possibly eyes because I have bad eyesight. Okay. It would be interesting to potentially upgrade that because for the longest time I've been holding out on LASIK. Because I'm like, I still don't know what the after effects are on that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it'd be nice to have, uh, you know, pretty good vision. Also, it'd just be kind of cool to see, like, if we could see the different spectrums that exist out there. Right? Okay. I like that also. Probably be maddening yeah. if you could just turn it. All of a sudden, you see all the germs floating around. You'd be like, ah! You'd probably lose your mind. Turn it off, turn it off, turn it you'd off. You'd probably never go on the subway ever again. You know? Oh, no. You'd be like, ah! Definitely wouldn't lick the pole. No. Well. I mean, we'll see, but um, it would be it would be kind of wild to do that. Yeah. Some of the other stuff like arms, legs, not as keen about that because especially if it gives me unnatural and unearned strength, then I think it just it, it would feel like a cheat, you know? Interesting. Like it's like oh yeah you can have these arms now that can just lift whatever you want them to or i'll be like hey don't lift beyond this because this is the maximum torque that this you know device can handle sort of situation <laughs> uh, but yeah. even if it's more than i could ever naturally lift i'm like what what yeah. do i need this for you know yeah um i'm trying to think of what other potential cybernetic stuff you could put in there um if there was a way to maybe just you know, put a usb from my brain into the computer or something See, like now that. We're talking about wetware, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I feel like the cybernetic well, no, I mean, stuff is. Probably cybernet- yeah, like because like, you're not you're not doing software at that point, but there is a there's a jack for it, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think really, I don't know. There's not a ton I would want to do because <laughs> I say this right now, but if someone's like, if you did this, it would extend your life. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need By that how right much now. is the question? I was like, ah, yeah, you know, the idea of living to a hundred. I'm just like, no, I don't think so. See, uh, right now, I'm I'm in that camp. I'd like, be like, I'd be like, yeah, hundred. Yeah, I'd be like, ah. Uh, there was a great joke from Tom Segura where he's talking about uh, he knew this old guy and he said he just got to the point where it's like, hey man, how you doing? He's like, unfortunately, still here. <laughs> he's just like, what? Why are you so bummed? He's like. He won't take me. <laughs> you know, he's just like, <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I've never understood people uh, when 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 people are are getting up to the age and they've expressed that sentiment of just like, I'm good. I just can't. I mean, and maybe I will once I get closer to that age. I'll start to understand that mentality. But at this point, I just don't understand. Oh, yeah. how right now, we're we're going to be turning forty. It's like we still yeah. have. We're at the halfway point. Well, right. for you to live to a hundred, not quite the halfway point. But yeah. I imagine what you. St- I have to imagine just when your body starts to just fucking deteriorate and break down, yeah. And your limited mobility, possibly cognitive decline. You get to watch everyone else around you die, the people that you love, and yeah. maybe some of the even younger people that you love that just don't come visit you because it's weird. You're probably just right. like, 
I can only do so much wee bowling here. All right. Like I want to, I mean, I'll be the old guy in the nursing home. Who's like, what kind of internet do you got here? And can you take my computer? Because I need to make sure that I can game whenever right. I want to place overwatch two with my friends. Yeah. You know, like that's the kind of stuff that I'll, I'll be doing. Yeah. Um, but I can understand to some, imagine just being in a nursing home, just being like, Jesus Christ, this sucks. Please just yeah. let it end. And be like, why won't you take me? <laughs> I mean, look, I've got, I've got two, two, uh, two grandparents have passed from, uh, dementia, Alzheimer's and, uh, two are in the throes of it right now. And so watching them in the, in, you know, the assisted living facilities and the memory care wards, it is, it's bleak, man. It's yeah. very bleak. And that terrifies the ever loving shit out of me. That yeah. might terrify me more than anything is just losing, slowly losing your mind. And that is easily flesh. number one, Absolutely. like losing your mind, losing just yeah. what's going on. It's a close second to that is just losing mobility. Like yeah. my yep. dad just going out trying to do walks and he slips and falls on the ice. Like he just doesn't have the same mobility that he used to. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. You know, I try to use the stairs as much as possible because I'm like, at some point, I'm probably not going to be able to do the stairs. Right. I'm going to have to wait for a fucking elevator or something like that. And that's going to suck. Like when I'm confined to that, you know, I see like at Disney World, I see people all the time in like those those little carts. And, and yeah. I just told Jill, I'm like, don't ever take me here if I need one of those. Like, I just <laughs> I don't I don't want to do that. Like, it just seems like such a pain in the ass to yeah. me. And I'm glad they're inclusive there. But I'm like, I don't want to be the guy that's just. I just remember last time we were there, two old folks were trying to drive their way through the line at test track and they could barely like doing like an Austin Powers turn trying to get around the curves because I think they went in where they weren't supposed to or they didn't know. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, I'm like, you poor fucks. I just feel so bad. And they're just like meh, 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 trying to turn and go. Yeah. And this, I'm like, God damn it. You know, this is just. Or the poor fucks that are like, I have to go get groceries, and they just sit down in the cart when they get there, and nee, you know, around the store. Not because they're fat, just because they're like, I don't, I, it's hard to walk. I can't walk around the yeah. store. Yeah, it's just like, oh, God. it's rough. Yeah, it, it's it's no it's no joke. That that loss of sense of of mobility gives you a loss of freedom, gives you just a loss of, and and not to mention that, but if you still have your, uh, if you're still aware, then you definitely feel. You feel the attention on you because it's hard not to when when someone comes by in a rascal. It's just for whatever reason, it's just you you look, you watch them go by. So you've got everyone's even if it's not for a prolonged period, you've got everyone's eyes on you momentarily as you roll by. And it's just that's got to weigh on you. That just well, I, would, I would say at that point, you probably stop giving a fuck. You know, you got that old, old person, thick skin where you're like, I don't fucking care as you walk by again. You know? You're just like just staring at him, making eye contact. You're like, yeah, I just did that. Come clean me up. Linda! Linda! Come <laughs> clean just, me up. Another thing that I don't understand, though, right? Like, Because at this point, all I can think about is, is that, that, uh, that drawing that unwanted attention. But, you know, again, maybe when you get to that age, things change and you do have that I don't yeah. give a shit attitude. I'm slowly know. working my way towards some of those things. Some of the things I used to be really, like, I hate to do. I'm just like, I don't fucking care. I'm going to do yeah. this because I need to get this done or whatever. I can, I'm able to overcome it a little bit more now. Yeah. So some things suck, but I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to go do this. Yeah. Um, Seven says, everything loses its sense of novelty or it becomes overwhelming. All your friends and family pass, gets lonely, etc. I'm like, I'm with you, buddy. Like yeah. The idea, when I was younger, for a brief time, I'm like, oh, wow, being able to live forever, that would be the coolest power in the world. I'm like, that would be the worst curse you could ever bestow upon me. It's like, you're going to live forever. I'm like, great. 
I'm going to slowly lose my attachment to humanity. I'm going to become Dr. Manhattan because none of this is going to matter because I'm going to outlive everybody. And ultimately, I'll get trapped under something because that is a statistical inevitability that somewhere, somehow, I, because just I will be alive forever, eventually I'll get trapped somewhere. That's going to happen. And there's nothing I can do about it. Well, I've never thought of that. That's such a good point. It's just going to happen. I will just be around long enough. And it says everything too is like, great. I get to be around here when this planet dies, either by human humans doing it or the sun's going to explode. Hooray. You know, well, then at that point, the question is, do you keep living and just float through space or do is, will that then end you? That's a great question. Right. And thank like, God we don't have to figure that out because Amen. that is a horrifying prospect unto itself of just like yeah. great now you exist in space right fuck that there you go so uh to answer the question would you replace pieces of your body with cybernetic versions at the moment no, no. is your answer down the road we'll see yeah we'll, we'll see. see where we're at we'll see yeah we'll see this there has been as practical done thank you <laughs> thank you for coming to this all right, uh, Justin, uh, let's talk about recommendations. What do you got to recommend this week? I'm going to recommend, I'm a little late to the game on this, as I am with uh, things oftentimes, but uh, The White Lotus, season one on HBO. Um, it won, uh, cleaned up on some awards over the uh, the Emmys uh, season, and um, I see why. It was very uh, critically acclaimed, and it, it is a fun, fun uh, season of a show season two is it, we're in the middle with there's two episodes left it's it's an anthology series so picks up in a whole different basically it follows uh it, each each season happens over the course of a week at a different uh franchise of this high-end resort called the white lotus so the first one happens in hawaii the second one happens at the white lotus in italy or in sicily specifically the third one I don't think they've revealed where it's happening yet, but it it follows a whole different set of characters at uh, the White Lotus franchise. Season one was absolutely awesome. It was very, very fun. Uh, season two is good. I'm waiting to see how it wraps up before I render my full verdict on it. Very different tone than season one. Um, but I would strongly recommend, if you can, check out the White Lotus season one and, and give season two a watch and see what you think. Um, really great cast too. Connie Britton, Steve Zahn, Alexandria Daddario, um, Jennifer Coolidge, some really, really fun. Uh, and I know there's people that I'm forgetting in there, but really fun, uh, really fun cast. Very well acted, well written, great concept. And that's and on HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. It's just cool because it tackles it. Basically, it takes a look at how the other half lives. Right? What happens when you go to this all inclusive spa-y resort? And you've got people who are just catered to uh, and and the dis disparity between uh, the people who stay there and the people who work there. It's just interesting. Gotcha. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I recommend the most recent episode of Whiskey Ginger with Andrew Santino with special guest Taryn Killam. Okay. Um, it was great listening to. I love it. I'm not a huge SNL guy. Sure. I know it exists. I know what the letters mean. Um, but I just I've never been a regular like consumer of the show. Right. Um, but I love listening to people talk about what it's like to work on that show and um, listening to Taryn talk about, you know, it seems like it was a very difficult experience for him uh, being on that show and how he's come to terms with it. 
And also, they uh, he was talking about uh, Andrew Santino asked some really great questions about were there any sketches that you absolutely loved that you knew were good that didn't make it that didn't okay. make the cut. And then also, Santino shares a story of when he met um, Norm Macdonald years ago when he first moved to L.A. and he was just like at a bookstore with a friend and she was like they were working on a sketch and he just kind of came by he's like hey what are y'all doing and they're like uh holy shit uh and he was like you know just kind of shitting she's like all right i'm gonna go buy a steinbeck novel i'll be right back and they're like okay well that was cool we got to meet norm and then he comes back with a steinbeck novel and like continues to shoot the shit and then starts telling them stories about you know sketches and things like that yeah. and i was it was just so much fun bill murray he just randomly sat down with people and started talking yeah, yeah. he's just like yeah he's just telling people stories and everything and they're like oh my god it's Tom mcdonald um so i just i thought it was a it was a really cool episode and uh andrew santino's funny and taron killam's also just delightful wonderful human I'll being give so, that a listen yeah yeah i got my next week's recommendation kind of piggybacks off that concept but uh yeah i uh, I'll have to give that a listen because I like that. I like those kind of stories. Yeah, I do too. I think it's uh, for anyone who's curious about what it's like to work on SNL, you can ask him. You can't. You can listen to it though. You can't talk to him. It's not. <laughs> you can not listen live. to Andrew Santino ask him. Exactly. You can ask yeah. us anything because we're live right now. That's true. Whatever you can do that. Uh, speaking of, you can check us out on youtubecom podcast. Uh, we stream the podcast on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central, and I also host a video game stream on either Friday or Saturday. Depending on the week. This week, it's actually going to be on Saturday. And I'm putting together a Project Winner stream. If you don't remember that, it's essentially Among Us, but in the snow and more complicated and more fun. So we're digging that back out for the holidays because that's definitely a holiday game where you try to murder each other or accuse each other of murdering each other. Uh, so that's going to be fun. So, yeah. So again, YouTube.com. So mine get podcasts where we also post all of our episodes or shorts, all of our good stuff. You can check us out there. Check us out on all of our social medias at Podcast. Oh, like I said... Twitter, we're not terribly active these days because fuck that place. Uh, fuck it hard. Um, and um, yeah, check us out. Uh, redbubble.com for our merch. Patreon.com for uh, if you want to throw some money our way for that. Check out our Discord. And link down below. Join the crew. Be a part of the solution. You know, not part of the problem. And uh, don't forget to check out Justin online as well. On Instagram, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcast. Uh, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, uh, all the places, Good Pods, all the places where you can find and consume quality podcasts. Do the things we ask you to do all the time. Share, rate, subscribe, review, all those things. And then 2EastEighth.com uh, and 2EastEighth on all social media. And then also on Instagram, uh, two East, uh, sorry, uh, Love and Improv Film on Twitter, Love and Improv and LoveandImprovFilm.com to keep track of how things are going with the with the movie. How exciting. Yes. Well, this was a fun conversation. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you to Seven. Thank you to Zinni. Thank you to Etoy for stopping by. And thank you for listening to us because you're all, you're all great people. And I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And I hope you're just being good. Be good. Be good. The NSA is watching. Be good. Um, with that, I'll say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.